lock your doors, turn off the lights, and do any of that other shit you usually do when you watch a horror movie. Because now it's time for Screaming at the Screen with Nick and Sarah Jean. And now, here are your horror hosts, Nick and Sarah Jean. Hello and uh, welcome to the pot. I don't know how to start this. Welcome to Screaming at the Screen with. Am I supposed to say? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I thought you would say your name and I would say my name. Well, yeah. Well, I'm Nick. (laughs) And I'm Sarah Jean. (laughs) We obviously sound different. There's some podcasts I listen to where the hosts sound the same every time. And it's uh, it bothers me sometimes how well, similar they sound. If if you're not changing, you're not growing. We're growing, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> we're growing. This, yeah. this is a growth, a self growth podcast. Yeah, it's a self growth growth horror <laughs> podcast. <laughs> self gross horror podcast. Oh, oh, I was gonna say it if you didn't say it. But yeah. But yeah, it's a horror podcast, and uh, this week we're talking House. House. Or is the actual title have multiple letters, or it's just House? It's just House, but the trailer, every time I watch the trailer for it, he's like, House. Does he say House at the beginning? Yes. Of the movie? House. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the beginning and throughout, so who knows, really. Well, yeah, (laughs) I love how the movie starts off. It's like the Toho logo, which I've seen a a thousand times. Toho logo, I like saying that. Um, A thousand times before, like, Godzilla movies. And then right after that, it just says, A movie. And then it goes, House. House. (laughs) I thought that was great, because I thought, I was sitting there, and I go, oh, good, they told me. Because who knows, you know, (laughs) If they didn't tell me I was about to watch a movie, yeah, you know, it was a nice reminder. Here, <laughs> house, a huh. movie. Oh yeah, that is what I'm doing here. Correct. A movie, and uh, interesting. And then, is this the only movie title that eats some eats that spits out body parts? That's, this is the first one I've seen. <laughs> I, I was very entertained by it. This is the first like title that that immediately gave away what it was going to be about. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you've never seen this one before. No. I've seen it several times. I own this on the Criterion Blu-ray never spy number it. 539. And what did you think? I've never seen it. I've never seen any film like this, and I don't know if I ever will again. I loved it 90% of the way through. My, I guess my Rotten Tomatoes take on it is 90% of the way through. I was entertained and tickled. I thought it was so cute. I thought it was the cutest horror movie ever. <laughs> uh, and But at the last 10%, I either wish I was taking drugs or or not, because I think I probably would have had a freak out. I just, I almost had a seizure. It was so much, so much special effect near the very end. Yeah. That, that my mind, and it was like, what time was it? 8.30, almost 9 on a Friday night. And I was like, I don't know if I can handle any more, so I'm glad it ended where it ended. Overall, though, th- one of the most u- unique things I've ever seen, personally. Yeah, it's I, definitely, I was going to say, it's very short. And I it's like very short, it. and I love that. And 
yeah, I don't watch many foreign films, so I was like, it's probably, it's just very different than what, that, like, things I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall we yeah. get into it? Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's a very good movie. I don't know how I found out about it. Yeah, I was going to ask, actually. I was talking to it with, I talked to my dad this morning, and we talked about this movie. And he said, that sounds crazy. Is it, is it considered a good movie? Or a bad movie. And so I said, I need to ask Nick, uh, what are the reviews on this? How did you find out about it? And, like, what do people overall think about this movie? I really don't know. I really don't, I cannot remember how I found out about it, to be honest with you. Maybe yeah. I, like, I really don't know, to be honest with you. I can't figure out how I found out about it. It, is, it was just, it's, it just appeared st- in my life. You stumbled on a tree. And honestly, <laughs> what better movie for me than this movie? I can't. It is... About a woman and her cat, man. Yeah. Like, well, that- I, 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 I figured the character you would identify with the most is the ant. The ant? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's my vibe. That's who I want to be for sure. That's my- but yeah, this movie has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, which is very good. Yeah, I, I, I stand by that. And uh, yeah, it's like, apparently it wasn't really shown in the U.S. until 2009. Which I feel like that's a little Isn't bit before I... I saw it. Oh my god, I would have been a year out of high school. I would not have appreciated it as much then, I don't think. Yeah, I feel like that's when I actually, like around the time I watched it. Maybe I saw a trailer for it. I really don't know. But yeah, I just remember, I just remember watching it for the first time. It's uh, And I thought it was, it was like, it's so bonkers in the right way. Like yeah. Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Like, I kept thinking about Evil Dead 2 the first time I watched it, and I feel like House and Evil Dead 2 would be a good double feature, because they're both under 90 minutes, and they're both, you know, batshit crazy. It is, yeah, it's, it's, a, the, the combination of the cute, the true cuteness, like, overall cuteness of it with the body horror was just like, I was like, this is wonder, this is a treat, <laughs> just a treat. <laughs> just the combination of the violence with all the, like... Uh, cutesy stuff and and crazy special effects that were just like I don't know. It was. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the first uh, movies to use like green screen. Like it was, that, it was clearly yeah. blue screen because they they obviously didn't understand that or couldn't figure didn't know how to use the technology to its full. But it, like it came out the same year as Star Wars. Oh wow! And um. And, and, like, it uses green screen, much like Star Wars does. And then, um, but, like, they didn't crop it as well. Because, obviously, like, when Mac, or her severed head is floating around, <laughs> biting, uh... Oh, Mac, biting, biting ass. Biting f- fantasy. Eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> Mac um, will stop at nothing to eat anything. My God. Uh, but yeah, the, I just want to—I just want to read the premise according to IMDb real quick. A schoolgirl and six of her classmates travel to her aunt's country home, which turns out to be haunted. D- no more, no less. All yeah. you need to know—you do is- not need to know more than that. Going into this film, you will be. The—the uh, the rest is left because uh, that is the plot. The rest is just all green screen, special effects, and cinematography, like. When I first started watching, I thought, oh, interesting choice to do once. And then I was like, oh, no, this is the whole damn thing. <laughs> it's, it's, all, weird. it's all green screen. I feel like they use every filmmaking technique imaginable in yeah, this movie. I, I, it's all in there. Like, every special effect, like, except for, like, oh. computer, obviously. 
<laughs> yeah. It's it's all in there. It's like, it's, what kind of special effects do you want in this? Yes. It's that like was the one answer. Of, one of those. Did you ever go to the like a store as a kid where you got a surprise bag? You grab a bag of like you pay five dollars and it's like it's just a surprise bag. It's got everything in it. Mm-hmm. This is this is a surprise bag. Yeah, been That's doing a, that. Been doing that recently with Lego figures. And yeah. boy, yeah, yeah. they got these yeah. mystery bags with Legos, which they got Muppets now. I need to look up and see if I can get some bu- Muppet minifigs. M- Muppet Legos. Hell yeah, going go into debt. Yeah, buying yeah. all these Muppet Legos. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, well, do you want to get into the plot of it? Yeah. And try, and yeah. I, 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 I what notes, I would do is, but they're I would, crazy. I would pause it and randomly go, all right, this happened. Just to keep track of what happens in this movie. I, 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 I had to pause, too, this movie several times to, like, mint. I was so overstimulated that I had to take breaks. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I had to write down what happened because I was like, so much visually would happen at once that I, I could not keep track at some points. And... So much stuff that I was just like, wait a second, what the <laughs> fuck? I gotta digest this. I like had to go back and rewatch. Um specifically some stuff with watermelons and bananas that we'll get into way later in the film. Anyways. What um I'm trying to think of like oh, I can... <laughs> I'm trying to think of like movies. You ever do like a like watch a movie in which you have to pause it and you have to get up and take a lap? Yeah, and that's what this is that movie. This is that movie. It it was I specifically at eight thirty PM I remember paused it, took a deep breath <laughs> and like got on my phone for a while because I was like I need to decompress this, real quick. This is a meal. This is like a like an experience. It's a mm-hmm. ten course meal. You gotta take a break between to like cleanse your palate. <laughs> oh, speaking of cleansing palates, I just watched um What? Hey, yeah. Howard's uh, I like to, segue. I like, yeah, great segue. I, great. I just recently watched uh, at Howard's I, YouTube. YouTube randomly say, "Nick, we know you want to fa- find out how shit's made." So here's oh, a yeah. random video for how it's made. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I watched Hot Sauce specifically Tabasco, and they have people. It's like a woman in a lab. She's wearing like a lab coat. She like takes like an eyedropper and like tastes like Tabasco that they do in that specific batch. Mm-hmm. And it was just like they taste it. Then they do a palate cleanse with a with crackers, and they mm-hmm. cool down their mouths with you an ice to. cream bar. You gotta cool down your mouth with an ice cream bar. Which I'm like, that sounds like a dream job. You get to eat hot sauce and then and, eat a cracker and then, and then ice, ice cream. <laughs> That sounds like my IBS would <laughs> go into overdrive. That sounds like the anti-dream dream job for me. Sounds great to me, because I love uh, hot sauce and I love ice cream. I mean, my heart would love it, but the other stuff, not so much. My other organs to, that are to also find, vital. find an application for hot sauce tester after this, right after this podcast. It's on the to-do list for today. <laughs> All right. So. so to the plot. So we open on... Um, there's like a really cool little vignette in which, um, mm. like, it's a creepy, like, image of like a a, a woman in flames, mm. and then it turns out it's uh, it's two girls, two little like high school girls, and one of them's taking a picture of a friend, mm-hmm. and they are gorgeous in fantasy, gorgeous in fantasy, and I love the names of all the characters. We got all- gorgeous fantasy. We got Melody, Kung Fu, Prof, Gorge- 
short for professor. Short for professor. Sweet. And Mac, which is short for stomach. (laughs) Aw, Mac. (laughs) She was getting teased on and she was the first to die. I have a really special spot for Mac in my heart. (laughs) We should make a documentary called Mac and Me. Mac. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to do that. No. (laughs) It's just Sarah Jean writing poems about how much she loves Mac. I yes ended that and then I immediately yes noted it, which is a favorite move of mine. Oh, classic um, move. Classic good good quality move. Yes, um, but. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're going on summer vacation, um, and Fantasy and the rest of the girls are supposed to go with Mr. Togo. Togo, to some, the hottie. The hottie to some, teacher. To some inn ran by his sister, and they're like training, but apparently Fantasy and Mr. Togo have something... So, the thing is, my whole idea, I was like, uh, inappropriate movie, but what I think is going on is she's fantasy, so it's all a fantasy. She's mm-hmm. dreaming of Mr. Togo, but I don't think anything's going on. Unless I missed it in the, in the, the dialogue. Did I miss no. it? Yeah, is- Mr. Togo was never, um... You know, it's never. You know, it's like it's like having a crush on your teacher. That's all it is to her. Yeah. But yeah. he's just like, hey, kids, let's I'm, go and do I'm this. I'm your thing. teacher. Stand five feet away from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> fantasy. This is not going to happen. Fantasy. Yeah, and uh, so there's that happens, and then Gorgeous is supposed to go somewhere with her dad. Yeah. For a vacation. She and can't then, come. Yeah. The whole yeah. And, my next note is what's going on between Fantasy and Mr. Togo, and I think we just answered that. Yeah, I feel I feel confident in that in that conclusion. And then we cut to uh, Gorgeous going home, and guess what? Dad's got a new girlfriend. Not cool. Not She's cool. gonna be your mom. I thought she was going to be our our ghost villain uh, monster. Um, which was very anti-feminist of me. Immediately, I was like, "The other woman, the other mom. She's <laughs> gonna kill her." And then that didn't happen at all. So, anyways, we'll get to that. But I, I was, I was convinced at that point. I was like, "She's gonna come in and she's gonna fuck shit up." She didn't. She was a really nice lady. She was yeah. a really nice lady. I was mad at myself for jumping to that conclusion. <laughs> so to to catch in case gorgeous the- on the other hand. <laughs> In case the listener didn't last to the pre- listen to the previous episode in which we did, uh, <laughs> we did Sarah Jean's version, um, oh boy. you thought the movie was going to be about a zombie a, cats, a, a cat lady who was attacked by thirty zombie cats, who mm-hmm. and all these cats have different superpowers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In which that part you were kind of correct because all the girls have different ability, like you had their own like thing about them. Uh huh. So I and I got the cat right. And yeah. I got and I got the house right, so. Hey, you're three for three, I guess. <laughs> Which was everything that was on the poster. Yeah. So I looked at the poster and I said, "The movie is about a house with cats, zombie cats." Done. Yeah. yeah. It was about a zombie, a house, at, with a cat. Well, was she really a zombie or was she a ghost? Well, she was the living dead. We we, we gave it away too soon, but yeah, she was the living dead. Yeah. Oh, end of podcast. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, I love that, um, whatchamacallit, yeah, and then like, 
because a mom or their mom her mom died eight years earlier. Gorgeous's mom. Yeah. And then she gets all mad at her dad because she doesn't want a stepmom, and then so she uh, writes her Angie. Uh, how about the scene? Just to sidetrack us real quick, where where Gorgeous is straight up snitching on her dad to her dad's mom mom's picture, and yeah. she's in bed and she's like, "Dad betray, betrayed us, Mama." And using like ink to like X out his face and all the pictures they're in together. Yeah, honestly, you know, I get it, girl. She was upset, <laughs> and then she took those upset feelings and she. You should show that scene, those pictures that they took together in that movie, and show them to your dad and be like, can we have a photo shoot like this? It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, what is this about? Is this that thing you're doing with Nick and all those crazy movies you're watching? Just like... (laughs) You be a normal child. Just kidding. TKP would be down. Yeah. He'd he'd be down the clown always. Oh, good old old Tommy Paycheck. Definitely. He would definitely love some cheesy family family photos. <laughs> the both of you wearing matching sweaters, standing I, property brother style back to back. Literally, you you couldn't ask for two bigger hams between me and my dad, and like that would be our our just like favorite pastime would to be well, to d- take pictures like that. Well, didn't y'all all get like matching Mike Ditka sweaters or some shit like that? Oh yeah, we all were drunk at Harry Carey's in Chicago, and I charged a bunch of Ditka sweatshirts to my card. And when we go on vacation, we stop doing it because it's like they're so big, it's hard to pack. But used to on every family vacation, we pack them and take photos together, family photos around the world, wearing Mike Ditka sweatshirts. None of us root for the Bears. We just got <laughs> drunk in a Harry Carey's. And bought the sweatshirts. I just love that it's Harry Carey's and like Ditka was and like Harry Carey is associated with the Cubs and Ditka with the Bears. I I don't know why they had all this swag at the Harry Carey's. They had Bears swag there and just like, you know, several beers, Prosecco's, whatever in. It was like, I know what we're going to do with our afternoon. uh, Sidetrack with the Harry Carey is uh, Halloween a few years ago. We went on a walking tour. Um, and then we went to Harry so Carey's, good. which is apparently was haunted by the so ghost good. of like, there was like a ghost of a mobster that lived there or some shit like there's that. A, yeah, there's a vault downstairs and like, so it was the this mobster's is, fault. And then like, we he, he all hyped this, he hyped this up and we just went down there. It's always funny when somebody tells you a story about this thing. And then yeah. like, it's like, oh yeah, this vault's haunted. Then you go and look at it, I'm like, yep, that's a vault. Like nothing <laughs> like you. <laughs> that don't impress me much. That, uh. <laughs> So you got a vault. That that tour was very funny because the guy, the tour guide, told us I'm because we were in. Where did we meet? It was it was like we're the supposed to meet. Of, at the, we're supposed to be at the McDonald's on yeah, um, Rock and Roll McDonald's. Yeah, well, it's no longer Rock and Roll McDonald's. Now it's some it's regular McDonald's. Now it's some bullshit McDonald's. They. Court. But he was like, I'm standing at, at the McDonald's. Uh, I have salt and pepper hair. And then we got there, and then friend of the show, Rip Camelucci, texted me and said, like, <laughs> st- standing next to me, texted me, a little bit more pe- a little bit more salt than it is pepper. Oh, damn! Camelucci with the burn! Uh, anyway. Hey, I, do, I, do, I do not remember what that dude looked like at all. <laughs> he, um, he had a weird... Uh, <laughs> He gonna listen to this and get offended. Yeah, he's gonna get offended. He had Man, a weird mean. comb over in which, like, most comb overs go from like the side over. 
His was like he grew hair in the back and then combed it forward mm. to cover up a bald spot. Like someone else I will not name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, will not take up space. Audio Sarah space, just, according to me. Yeah, Sarah just looked in a mirror and when she <gasps> said that. Oh my god, rude! I am also, without the dye job, way more salt than pepper. Or wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was me giving the tour. <laughs> I, I was it the was, ghost of the tour guide. He just turned into FF Woody Cooks from Mr. Show. It was me! No! It was me all along. All right, so get us back on track. Gorgeous I don't even know how we got there, yeah. Back to Gorgeous. Because it was, because uh, you said Harry, uh, family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Family goes tours. We it's got up it. to the listener to make their little yarn charts connecting <laughs> our tangents our, together. To follow our bullshit. You got to keep co- up get, with it. The yeah the if you're a fan of the show you have to own a cork board and yarn and mm-hmm. thumbtacks and then that's how you connect. It's a horror podcast, but it's a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah, so and we're sponsored by uh, Office Depot. So Office Depot, we have paper. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my commercial for us. You should Depot. work in marketing. So yeah, uh, yeah, Gorgeous is just like I don't want to go hang out with my dad anymore. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And so my the friends all aunt. meet up. And then she's going to go hang out with her aunt, yeah. She writes yeah. a letter to her aunt. And then her aunt's like, yeah, come on, hang out. Hell and then, yeah. Uh, and then the, 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 group tour, the group trip with Mr. Togo gets oh. put to a stop once he pulls up in his sweet dune buggy. More like, it, no to go. Like, they're not going to go anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got it. <sighs> So yeah, they uh, were introduced to Blanche the cat, who turns out to be uh, evil, and then they um, head off on their. They start. They decided to go on the trip, and then it cuts to new stepmom. She has the idea. <laughs> this is the sentence I wrote down. New stepmom has idea to go to her future husband's dead wife's sister's house. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. To meet up with Gorgeous and be like, hey, you know, like we could have, we can be a great family. Which I love um, all the shots of the stepmom just make her seem like the most angelic person ever. Um, like she's got the flowing scarf. Slow-mo, all yeah. white scarf. She's, I, and that's why she was, it was so overdone that I did think she was evil at first. I was like, can't be. But no, they did it to, to the nth degree because she's actually a good, <laughs> nice yeah. person. They she's were a like, jewelry designer. They, they really needed to drive home everyone's like character traits in this movie very hard. If uh, if you were to be a character in this movie, what would your name be? It has to be a description of oh. what your personality is. Um, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was farty. I would be the one that's farting for comedic relief the whole time, and I die in a tragic bathroom accident. What I'm gonna um, do is make a video because you know when they introduce all the girls, it's like they say their names and, and they have farty. like a little and farty, and it'll be like a like a little picture of you. Oh, farty! Because uh, me and me and Mac are best friends because we're always eating together. But I've, uh, Mac, 
Well, how would how would the character Farty die? I, I stole you in a in an unfortunate bathroom incident. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to go into detail. I just you know I just think in the bathroom for sure. Yeah. Um. Or she she just farted herself to death. <laughs> it is so dumb. Would you inflate? Would you like hold it like? The, the ghost makes you hold in all your farts. And it's then a you Willy Wonka's type, type yeah, you deal. Yeah, like, you blow up like uh, Violet know. Beauregard. Uh, I was thinking of the inn where they have to burp and fart to come down. So I, that, in, in that case, farts saved them. But yeah, it would be more Violet Beauregard. I would blow up <laughs> to the point of a blueberry, and then I would just explode. Because um, I guess the ant would will me against like being able to properly flatulate, so I would just Im- implode. Um, or she, explode. She would, just, she would just fill you with a bunch of, uh, like, cheese. Like, a bunch of food that'll, like, constipate <laughs> Non-fibrous you. So Non-fibrous food. Farty, are you okay? You look ill. And, of course, Kung Fu, her theme would kick in and she would kick she you. She'd try to try kick to... me in my stomach to make me fine. <laughs> Dumbest thing I've ever I've ever done. In, so we're in we're, we're gonna time. set up. We're gonna we're gonna do a remake. Everybody's gonna be. It's gonna it's gonna. We're gonna get a Japanese crew to remake this movie. Everybody's gonna be Japanese except for you. Farty. Who will be the, the random the American, American woman. naturally being yeah, farty. Yeah, of course, would be farty. The 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 um no manners American coming in to just fart. <laughs> And we'll have to dye your hair red just to make you Irish so you'll be Farty McFly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, So yeah. What would your name be? Before we before we continue on, I need to know. Man, I can't even know, man. It'd probably be like (laughs) it'd be like pizza pizza man or some Pizza Man. Just both of ours are food related, clearly. Yeah. I really don't like I guess I would be like Taking uh, a page out of Mac's book. Like a film boy or some shit like that. Movie film guy. boy, uh, movie. Just be, or you, what would you be? TV, movie, or radio would be your name. Yeah, I guess I would be, uh, uh cinema. Me- or media. Something. Cinema. I love cinema. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be cinema. And cinema uh, and farty. God. <laughs> See how this podcast balances out. That's, that's, that show's actually coming to CBS this fall. Cinema, cinema and farty. And farty. Where you re- you review a very like, uh, you review movies and we very, review one very... movie every we review one movie every time and it's always the Garbage Pail Kids movie. And you do so in a pretentious way, and it like I don't say anything, and then at the very end I just lean over and fart. Yeah. On you. <laughs> and I know we're not filming the video, but I need everyone to know that I physically leaned on my side and went to pretend I farted when I did that just now. It's very important that you know I just, that. I just wanted to say, because uh, earlier Sarah went off camera to go get some carrots, and I just looked at her background for a while, her apartment, and it just looks like, it looks like uh, <laughs> the apartment of a woman in like a horror movie that's set in the city in the 80s. That's what your that's what your apartment looks like. Hell yeah. Hell the yeah. Decor. I the thought I was couch. rocking, I thought I was rocking like a kind of a Diane Keaton goes to the beach <laughs> look. <laughs> But but I'll go with 80s horror movie. By 
the way, I, when you say Diane Keaton goes to the beach, she's wearing a floral three-piece suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a lot of floral. I got my floral painting. I've got a floral bedspread, like, and a lot of um, beechwood whites, like. <laughs> It all goes well together. I love it all. It's a great look you got there. Diane Keaton. If you look at the labels of everything I have, it's just in small print. It says Diane Keaton goes to the beach. It's called uh, Beachin' with Keaton. Uh, Okay, so they set set off to go to the the house, to the aunt's house. And on the way, Mr. Togo is walking. He's got all of his gear. He's going to go to the train station to meet the girls there. Gone. And as he's walking, he trips over Blanche, who appears out of nowhere. <sighs> he falls down the stairs. And, and they use stop motion to have him fall down the stairs. Oh, my God. And then and randomly, his uh, a bucket gets attached to his ass. And he yells, oh, no, the bucket's stuck. Isn't that when a kid starts, like, slapping it, too, or something? I don't remember. I just remember it. It happens in such a... It's so quick that I was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this part. That was one of those moments where I was just like, what? Why? <laughs> I that's I had to pause there and, and take it in. I couldn't wrap my head around. Because that was one of the first moments in the film, too. They did something really wacky with the special effects for, like, not mm-hmm. a, no reason, really. Just, yeah. like, just because they could. Just to make it ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so I had to catch my breath after that. Funny. And I realized I'm in for a wild ride. I wrote shortly after that scene, I just wrote down the sentence, I wish I was high. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, oh no, the bucket's stuck. I think that's what he yells. And then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we cut to the train station. Yeah, I love how the sky is, like, painted out. And, like, they use, like, an actual, like, a painting of a sky for yeah. the sky in these scenes. Yeah. And then the train station, it's, like, a painting of a city in the background. Like yeah. Again, at first, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so fake. What are they doing? And the, and the longer it continued on, because I was just getting used to, like, the overall, how it, would be, mm-hmm. how it would be used throughout the film. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And the more they used it, especially on the train, that I completely, like, switched my opinion instantly. It was just like, this is the coolest fucking, like, creative <laughs> thing ever to show time passing and to show, like, the the kind of fantasy of being on a train and the romance and excitement and, like, like just, I don't know, girls on a train with the, like, little clouds and rainbows in the background. It was so cool and creative. Yeah. I, lo- um, I love uh, when they get on the train, can't. they can't find Blanche, and all of a sudden Blanche <laughs> is on the train, sitting next to a guy who's reading a mar- magazine that's just called Horror Movies. Of course, naturally, as if, you, if, as if they didn't hit it over the head enough. Yeah, and then the, one of them said, like, because uh, apparently Blanche opened the door, and they said, only any old cat can open only Any old cat can open the door, only a witch can close one. Only a witch cat can, uh, yeah, close the door. That I wrote that down when that happened too, because I said I'm, I think I'm gonna get that tattooed on my, <laughs> on my leg. Only a witch cat can close the door. I just thought it's a vibe, you know. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. And the, and once they get there, yeah, it's like, a, and then we have a montage of them like going there, and then we have. Uh, the countryside, and there's like they stop at a like a, a sign that's like the sky. It's like I don't know. It's just like a billboard that's also the same as the environment around them, which I thought was very funny. Mm. 
And then they, there's a montage of them crossing the bridge, and they get to the watermelon vendor, in which Matt goes insane for some watermelons. Uh, as I would as well. Um, watermelons are dope. And the watermelon man was the very stereotypical... Well, I guess he wasn't, like, the stereotypical, like, old man warning them about it. He was like, hell yeah, the ant's gonna eat good tonight. Go, keep going. Was he in on it? He was. He said said something like, you know, the ant hasn't seen... He maniacally and weirdly and creepily was like, she hasn't had visitors in forever. She'll be so happy. Yay. And then he like weirdly patted. He put his hat on the watermelon and then spoke to it like Tom Hanks and Wilson. He's uh, so this guy's basically. Yeah, we know the film. He's basically a reverse crazy (laughs) Ralph. Do you did you watch Castaway? Yeah. Did, Did a lot of people watch Castaway? I feel like it, I didn't yeah. think a lot of people watched that. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I was making a joke about myself because you were like, people watch that film and then you wanted me to stop talking about it. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep talking about it. I was at the time um, we did an improv show and then randomly during a scene, somebody brought up the film M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. Or it might have been Signs. Anyway, I just remember... Uh, we were three guys fixing an airplane, and I explained the plot of uh, signs during that scene. Classic I don't know why we did that. Move. Oh Classic. yeah, you know how you, you love go to an improv show and you like to see some some idiot um, act like he's fixing a plane, and then and explain also the plot. Explain a plot of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very stupid. <laughs> Doing podcasts for that now. <laughs> yeah, people love it on a podcast, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. The millions of views that we're getting. I'm, I, views. I'm gonna... Because it's a YouTube video. I'm just loudly eating my carrot now. I knew I would. I've got him right beside me. I can't stop. That's fine. I, I'm sure Diane Keaton would be proud. Eating, eating carrots. Eating. 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 <laughs> eating. Talk eating, about Keaton. Eating Keaton carrots. Uh, if you're listening, Diane, I love you. That'll be a spinoff. We talk about uh, Diane Keaton and Michael Keaton movies. Okay. Because I don't want to limit ourselves to just Diane Keaton. As much as we all love Diane Keaton, I got to talk about some Michael Keaton. We need more Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm a fan of the Keatons. We can call it Eaton with the Keatons. And (laughs) we can loudly eat while we discuss. And then we'll start a Patreon in which we do audio commentary over... Buster Keaton movies. Oh, this is going to be good. And so, but we're going to be eating the entire time. Yes. So, eating, talking about Keaton. Uh, it combines a lot of things. It combines movie reviews. It combines ASMR. It combines <laughs> me eating and watching movies, which I love, and talking, which people love to hear me do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why they subscribe to this podcast. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So after the watermelon vendor, they go to they actually get to the titular house, and I forget what all happens. I just wrote down Kung Fu theme all caps because I love it mm. when Kung Fu starts doing her stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music comes in. She's got great theme music. Yeah, 
And she like just funny. It's just like, uh oh, she's about to kick something, and then like, yeah, the the theme immediately kicks in. She like kicks a door, and some rats jump out of the door. I let's see what I um. My notes are insane. I I, I just know they they came up, and I wrote down the ants fucking entrance was phenomenal. And I put down, I want to wear that costume for Halloween. I want to go as the ant now with the cat. Um, yeah. I thought you could get your hair like hers. Oh, yeah. If I if I had stopped dyeing my hair and grow it out, it will probably just look like, I will look like the ant, like for sure. Because it's about mm-hmm. the same height. And I have a cat. I just have to dye Aphrodite all white. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. So you have to stop dying and kidding, then you have kidding. to dye yeah. the cat. I have to stop, <laughs> but I have to dye the cat. Um... The cat at one point upon entering uses her laser beam eyes to to strike the chandelier and catch a salamander for dinner. That's what happens. The chandelier falls down I, and then Kung Fu gets yes. into action and like deflects something. Right. Yes. And then and then it falls down and hits the salamander. Mm. Yeah, the um that's the part I was trying to think of. I know I should have written that down. Yeah, at this point I wrote down cuz this is from IMDb trivia, but the only trained actor was the ant. What? And all, the, and all the girls were like models that worked with the director on like uh, commercials and. Um, oh, like, uh, that, that makes it. They were all good actors, though. That makes sense. They're all beautiful, so they're all mm-hmm. models. Okay, but they were all really, really good. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently, like another thing, like the director's daughter uh, came up with like a lot of the deaths, and like the movie really? was inspired by the daughter's dream she had of a mirror eating her. Oh, strange and terrifying. I wouldn't want to have that dream. Good lord. <clears throat> the deaths were so creative and great. Like yeah. great and they met and the fact that they were on theme with everyone's name and their characteristics, like just too cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. You bring up the cat and the ant, um, which that's that's another that's another buddy cop show. Cat and the uh, ant. There's a and there's the a cat. point where the the aunt's like, where's where's Blanche? Like, where's the cat? And she's like wheeling into the living room. Mm-hmm. And then the cat leaps from off screen oh. onto her lap. L- and someone that was threw obvious. the cat. Yeah. It was very obvious that a crew member was just through the her. cat. <laughs> I, what, I feel like I wrote something down for that thing, too. What in the world? Um, I, just, I, I just put, that cat jumps everywhere. That's the note I made about that. <laughs> That cat jumps everywhere. Writing down my notes like I'm in kindergarten. That cat jumps everywhere. Oh, yes. Blanche is a cat. That cat jumps. That cat jumps everywhere. I I critique movies like a uh, uh, freaking five-year-old's version of a Dr. Seuss poem. (laughs) This cat jumps. The cat's name is Blanche. The cat led the way to the old house. The cat jumped everywhere. Good old, good old, good old Blanche. Good old Blanche, the star. Uh, this one we find out, yeah, they're they're eating, and then Mac is short for stomach. We find this out. Oh, I didn't know it was short for, I was just thinking like someone who's always Mac, and I thought like Big Mac or something like that, but Mac makes sense. Stomach, yeah, Mac. stomach. Durr. Is that why the Big Mac is named the Big Mac? No, it's named after McDonald's, or as we oh call my it, God. Mac, McDonald's. I'm going to eat my carrots and shut up. <laughs> I gotta stop talking now. I talk too much and then I reveal how how dumb I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This sequence is pretty cool because they like so. What they do is they put the watermelon 
in the natural refrigerator, which is the well, and they lower the watermelon down. And then at one point, Mac goes missing, and so Fantasy is like, "I'm gonna go find Mac." And then poor Fantasy. And then she pulls up the wa- what she thinks is the watermelon, but it's Mac's severed head. I knew it, and I knew it was gonna be her severed head, hundred percent. And I yeah. loved every minute of it. It's it, it's like the first. I would say the first insane thing that happens, but, like, a lot of crazy stuff. But it's, like, it just... The, yeah, the, I should have been more shocked by the time it happened, but because the movie is so <laughs> wild, I got to that point, and verbally I said, well, of course. Of course. Of course. Like, of Yeah, course. this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. This is on par. Um, and then I also said, like, I better buckle up, because I feel like this is just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, the... Um, <laughs> Yeah, the fact that, like, it was just floating around. Oh, my and this God. is the part that just made me think about evil, like, watching it, of course. Yeah, I love yeah. Evil Dead. just made me think of Evil Dead. And then biting on their butt. And then <laughs> she, she lands back on the on the uh, well and then throws up bloody water. And then oh. Fanny just, like, screams and Perf- runs away. Usually. And then, yeah, they were like, yeah, you know, Max head and blah, 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 blah. And then they start eating the watermelon. Oh, God. Which the watermelon which is... I guess Mac... Okay, so Mac. what happened was Mac got transformed into it, the watermelon. Yeah, so it is her head still. Yeah, but they're all eating the watermelon, even though it's it looks like watermelon, but they're tricked into thinking the head is the watermelon. Yeah. Which my... Oh, I was sitting there watching that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's so fucked up. That's awesome. <laughs> like, that was my cool- thought. The cool shot of the ant um, winking just, and then opening oh, her mouth and she's got the eyeball in her mouth. That was so good. And poor Fantasy is freaking the absolute fuck out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just all of them happily eating the watermelon that is Mac's head was was a overall great horror scene. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else happens during this part where... Um, it's just it's just like like sweet starts cleaning, which I guess she's cleaning because she's doing it for the ant. So sweet means she's nice. Yeah, she's really sweet. She she likes cleaning. Is sweet the one that eventually takes a bath too, or is that someone else? I can't. No, that, that's gorgeous. That takes the bath. I oh, think. I thought that was sweet. Okay. And um, I'm trying to think what else. But yeah, like they're all doing stuff, and then kung. My next note is just. Kung Fu is attacked by... I think she's splitting logs. Yeah, I, I wrote Kung Fu and her logs. And then she's attacked by these flying logs. And of course, Kung Fu's theme kicks in. And she's like, <laughs> karate chops all the all, all the uh, all the logs. And mm. then when that happens, she just goes, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, no one ever... Like, Mac has been gone for a straight-up day. So she, and she literally, in one breath, she's cutting her logs. A full day has passed. She mm-hmm. goes, this is ridiculous. She's sweating to death after cutting logs. And then she goes, where is Mac? Yeah, they're all like, casually wondering where Mac is. Yeah, like, oh, she just must be eating somewhere. That's what <laughs> Mac does. Where's she just, Farty up? She's probably farting just, somewhere. Just, and, and honestly, <laughs> I would be like the second or even, I would probably die before Mac because they'd just be like, she's just off. She just farted into space. That's just <laughs> what Farty does. <laughs> She'll come back down eventually. You're you're, you're like a balloon just fl- flat around in the in the air, uh, farting, <laughs> giggling, and my way back down. Uh, yeah, it's, and then we have like I think it's fantasy and pro- 
prof are down there, like helping out in the kitchen, cleaning up, and then the auntie. <laughs> I love this. It's all in one. It's all in oh. one shot. All one take. But the aunt goes into the fridge, uh-huh. and then fantasy season freaks out and tells prof about it. Like she went into the fridge, and then in the for like in the foreground, the aunt walks like crawls in the crawl space, uh-huh. looks dead at the camera, and then it <laughs> and then it cuts to. It cuts to, like, Fantasy's freaking out, and Prof's like, what's going on? And then it cuts to, like, a mo- like a weird little montage of, like, the ants dancing with the skeleton. I f- have not felt any moment in a movie harder in my life <laughs> than the montage of the ants in a full gown with a martini dancing with her cat and her <laughs> Home Depot, like, like freaking Halloween department store skeleton. I I saw that moment in this movie and I thought, well, of course Nick picked this film. <laughs> and this is me on the screen right now. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, you're the aunt. That's I, I I was like, that's a Friday night for me. This if they, aunt. If, they, if they ever make like you know how they make these like you know American remakes of like Japanese horror movies, mm-hmm. if they ever do this, they 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 would have to cast you as the aunt. I would I would be very upset. I, I yeah, let me go ahead and put this out there as a PSA. If you're looking to remake this film, <laughs> look no further. I, I and my it's it's in my soul. It's beyond my acting skills. My acting skills don't matter. I am this character. <laughs> you saying like Home Depot? Brand skeleton, like that skeleton looks like you know when you like buy something like a skeleton. I shouldn't eat. Yes. And it's the plastic. It's like a plastic skeleton, but it's like the plastic skeleton that's hollow. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, like if you press down the plastic, you can like it's not like a solid piece of plastic. Yeah. It's just anyway. That's what that skeleton looks like. Mm-hmm. Except even worse somehow with like huge yeah. fake bug eyes. But yeah. And it's but my, it's supposed to be an actual doctor's like mock skeleton. Like of who? Which is just great. It's just great like, that that's. I just realized we didn't even tell the ant's backstory. So the ant's oh, backstory. Shit. Back it up. Back it up. Is during World War Two, mm-hmm. the ant was in love with a man mm-hmm. who's like it shows like a little clip of him juggling and her going ah ha ha like enjoying him juggling, and then he's called. She fell in love with him for that. <laughs> Men learn to juggle. I, I, I can, say. nothing else gets you like a juggler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but so like he gets like a draft notice, and then he's uh, you know, shipped off to the military, uh-huh. and he dies in like a crash landing during World War Two, and then like never comes back, and so the aunt swears off marrying anybody because she's in love with him, and she, and then. Anyway, that's where we. That's that's the aunt's backstory, mm-hmm. and like her sister, who is George Gorgeous's mom, ends up meeting a film composer, marries him, and then all that stuff. Anyway, and the aunt waits for her love forever. Oh, I just love how they tell the story because it's like it's like through film reels, and they're like, and they, oh, all the yeah. girls are like commenting. Oh my gosh, on. yeah, we didn't even talk about that. That was like one of my favorite parts of the movie of any movie I've ever seen is how they did it in the format of them as she goes into explaining the backstory. It becomes a movie in the movie that they watch, and you can mm-hmm. hear them giggle and comment on. And I've never seen that before. Have you ever seen that in a movie before? No, I've seen it in one film. I was, I was, I was delighted. I was giddy. I loved it. it was very good. 
I loved it. Yeah, I love uh, I love uh, creative ways to tell uh, stories like uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I just a lot of movies I watch are really not creative, and it makes me sad. And this this one was very creative, and it made me happy. You got to stop watching Tall Girl. I know it's your favorite movie. You watch it every weekend. Tall Girl on Netflix. Tall Girl. Premise of the film is that there's a girl in it. She's very tall, and that causes her problems. And it, and, it, and I'm short, and I'm I'm four foot eleven. And I just... Oh, I forgot to wish you a happy 411. <laughs> better late. sorry. Better late than ha- never. A, a, day late, a day late and a dollar short, Lathan. Yeah, well, speaking of short... <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, happy belated 411. Thank you. <laughs> For, say, say a happy belated 411 to the 411 women in your life. And men. And people. For anyone who's 411. 4 foot 11 in your life. Give them a hug. Let's make 411 a national holiday. Okay. We just did it. It's live. 411 is the day for people who are 4 feet 11. Celebrate. Uh, Celebrate away. Mar- and guess what? March 1st, or excuse me, May 1st, all you 5-1 people. <laughs> Get out of here. I just realized that people who are you know, like Sam. five feet, six feet, even they don't get a day. Aww. I, the entire month is their day. There you go. They get the whole month. Oh, you get a day? I get a whole fucking month. Mm. Second, I I used to get a whole month, but then I shrank to four foot eleven. Started shrinking down your hair. My goodness. It's it's rough. It's rough out here. Who have you become? Older. <laughs> I've become old. I've become old. It's like it's one okay. part of my mustache, every now and then it grows, and it's just like <laughs> a different color hair. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say it just grew longer. It's just different color hair. That'll happen. But, uh, but anyway. It That'll happen with look, mustaches. It makes me look like Dr. Clayton Forrester from Mystery Science Theater 3000, a reference I know you get. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to the movie. Yeah, that whole part where the ant goes into the fridge and whatnot, I just wrote, ha- I have no choice but to stand. And, um, and so then- I have no choice but the- I just wrote, her and the skeleton is me. <laughs> yeah, and, and after this, this is when Sweet is attacked. She's, like, still cleaning the house, and now she's, like, fixing up the beds. Mm. And then she starts getting attacked by mattresses. Oh, that's right. Sweet was pillow pillow fought to death <laughs> by the cat which was just great I just it was great the cat pillow fought sweet to death and, and then like during this whole time people keep you know they keep saying that fantasy like fantasy's like all this weird shit's happening everybody's like what the fuck are you talking about fantasy that no one believes fantasy and guess what cause, she, cause why she, Cause lives, she, she lives in a fantasy. The girl who cried fantasy, but guess what? It was real. It was real. The fantasy became the reality. That's it's it. Real. <laughs> it's real. Okay. It's re- guess what? It's real. But yeah, during this time, it's this time. is where... Um, so they're all dealing with, like, trying to find Max Sweet, and then fantasies, you know, yelling about all this stuff. During this time, this is when Gorgeous is upstairs in, I guess, her aunt's bedroom. And is, like, in the mirror putting on lipstick. Yes. And that's when the aunt 
possesses gorgeous. Gorgeous and, and which, the ant become one. It's a very, it's a, it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's the coolest possession sequence I've ever seen. Oh yeah, by far, by far. Um, like, well, I texted you that last night. I said all I wrote was it's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the burning in the mirror like it's a, it's a possession vibe right on um it is yeah i have i can't think of another more creative way to show someone being possessed i i haven't seen one i've seen scarier ways but that's not this movie <laughs> this is not a i don't know it's a scary movie but it's not scary you know that, yeah it's 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 definitely a comedy but like they, but it's just a lot of horror elements in it. Which, yeah, it's like a, is, a very body horror co- comedy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very. Which is a genre I didn't know I loved until. Well, now this 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 makes me think. Body horror so is kind of comedy too, though. Body already. horror? Yeah, like I guess, like if you do it in a way that's so f- a lot of it, like if it if it's done in a very fake looking way. Like uh, like uh, having a woman uh, uh, holding her fart so much that she blows up like a balloon. Is <laughs> that, that, is that the body horror you're talking about? Body horror. Uh, yeah, I guess that is like the epitome of body horror. So what we're saying is we're going to write a, a movie called Farty <laughs> and about it's, a woman. And it's a body horror comedy about yeah. me eventually exploding. <laughs> Either what? that or keep- she, she, she flies off. Like a balloon, mm-hmm. and it's just flatulating all over the place. We keep coming back to this, so so that means one or two things. A, it's a joke that we keep repeating, trying to make it funnier. Or B, which is the right thing to do. Or B, <laughs> it's a really good idea. Have we um, sold you on farting yet? <laughs> I, did, did you get enough farty in this episode? A question, viewer. <laughs> viewer. Not listener, viewer. Did you, did we give you enough farty? How many times have we said it? Should we say it more? (laughs) Are you thinking about it? Picture, if you will, Sarah Jean Peters is farty. She's a girl who eats way too much cheese, not enough fiber, and she can't fart. She's known for her (laughs) farts, but she can't fart. And now she's getting so backed up on her farts that her body is expanding. And either she either has to clear it out somehow or she's going to explode. It's the ticking time clock of whether or not farty is going to explode. And then it finally ends, third act. She flies around in the sky like a balloon. And it's just farting. It's just the fart sound effect going all over the place. Have we drilled that into your Have, brain yet? Do you get the picture? <laughs> and do you love it? That's not a question. That is the answer. Do you love it? Period. <laughs> That's a tagline. Maybe. <laughs> Sarah G. Peters is farty. Do Bottom. You, do you, do love, you it? love it? Period. Period. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna die. I, I haven't continued to drill a bit so hard it made me laugh until I cried for quite some time. I appreciate this. Uh, viewer, oh. I, I know you're not watching us. <laughs> Dear viewers. Dear viewer, Dear this viewers. mental picture. The only thing you should be looking at is a mental picture of Sarah Jean yeah. as farty. Yeah. If that's not happening right now, you're in the wrong place. Subscribe elsewhere. 
Dude, I feel like we should pitch this to Stephen King. This would make a great uh, Stephen King Stephen, story. Stephen, if you're listening, <laughs> um, I've already shouted out Diane Keaton and Stephen King on this podcast, so we're really doing, we're being successful here. We're having success. <laughs> Dear we're Stephen. Having, we're having fun. Take uh, a break. Take a break from your little handbook, Stephen. Your little <laughs> take, handbook. Take a break from your little pamphlets and listen up. Oh, you think this is a short story? Well, guess what? You think the stand is long at, at twelve hundred work pages? Oh, this is gonna be longer. Oh, guess what? Farty, two thousand pages. You told me the plot couldn't possibly be that long. It's only about a girl and her fart. Too bad. <laughs> it's gonna be long. And, and we're not talking about the fart length. We're talking about the book length. Because guess what? There's long farts, there's short farts. No, the fart's going to be short as hell. You're going to read all 2,000 pages, and it's going to build and build and build, and you're going to get the littlest bit of release. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right, I think we've drilled this bit in enough. We'll see if we come back around to it. All right. So <laughs> uh, okay, so at this point, after this great sequence in which uh, Gorgeous is possessed, all the girls decide we should call the police. Mm. And so there's a weird uh, weird sequence in which, because they can't find Sweet. Yes. They uh, well, they find Sweet's uh, clothes, her bra, and they find something else. They like make. I found such this. I found her bra. Oh, here's her they dress. They find Sweet's panties, and one of the girls legitimately sniffs Sweet's. I did not panties. see that part. <laughs> you weren't paying close enough attention to the right stuff, Nick Lathan. <laughs> Sh- Melody, it's Mel. I, I wrote it down. I wrote a note. Melody sniffed. Sweet pant. I I I just wrote down Melody a freak. <laughs> Matt, well, I'm not gonna not. kink shame Melody sniffy panties. Hey, listen, Melody, you do you, okay? Yeah, you do you. Ain't no, you know, not gonna uh, yuck Melody's yum. You do you, I, Melody. I did not realize that. Yeah, the um. So like all that happens, and then they finally find Gorgeous, and they're like, Gorgeous, we can't find we can't find Mac, we can't find Sweet. We need to call the police and the gorgeous. And it's like a really cool sequence. It's handheld. And the time is kind of like, um, I can only describe it as like in the film, it, like the slow-mo is the same as in the mood for love, but it's like kind of that stilted, like j- like jittery yeah. slow-mo in which like they cut, a, they instead of like to slow it down, they cut a frame out like every other, it's like every other frame is cut out or something like that. It's like real jittery. But anyway, it's yeah. like handheld and like, at one point, you can see the actual camera's sh- like the shadow of the camera on somebody's body. At some point, great. I can't. I, the- I feel like at that point, like I couldn't even remember. So many, so many effects had taken place. I was I like, like, at this point, I'd, I think I kind of stopped keeping keeping track of them. And what happens? She picks up the old timey phone, almost like the phone they have on the Andy Griffith Show, mm-hmm. and um, you can hear. I forget who you hear on the phone, but it's like somebody going, "Hello, help me." And all this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. They decide to call. This is, like, right before Gord just goes outside and, like, locks herself outside for a while, right? <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah, she calls up, and then you hear, like, 
help me, hello, help mm-hmm. me. And then she hangs up the phone, and then she goes, oh, it's out of order. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just going to walk to the police station. Then she leaves, and all the rest of the girls get locked in the house. I didn't even know that's where she was going. I couldn't make sense of it at that point. I was Well, like, she's What's... not actually going to the police. She yeah. just says she is. Oh, I missed that bit of dialogue. That's what it was. That clears things up. Because I straight yeah. up was just like, Gorgeous just, like, locked herself outside of the house for, like, an hour for no reason. No, yeah, what she's doing is she's, like, outside because um, the aunt is going to kill the rest of them. Yes. While Gorgeous is outside. Uh, I missed this plot point. I just, yeah. I kind of <laughs> let plot go at this point. I was just going along for the, the ride, visually. Yeah. <laughs> visually. It's, it's cra- it's just like wall to wall craziness from here on out. At this point, Melody starts playing the piano. Truly, I and she, and she starts getting eaten by the piano. Great. First, it's her fingers, then her hand, and then the rest of her body. Great, great kill scene. Great creative yeah. kill. Love a creative kill. Just don't another great one from this movie. Um, and I think in fantasy's witnessing this, and then I think it's Kung Fu's in the other room, and see she's looking at the clock. And she can see sweet in yeah, the fox's ears. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> anyway, I just love that while this is happening, we keep uh, intermittently cutting to Mr. Togo as he's uh, stuck in traffic. So, is, <laughs> is Togo the ba- eventually the banana guy? Is that yes. Togo? I, okay, okay. I was so confused about... I. Anyways, we'll get to the... the the, the, the banana, banana The banana confusion that I have, but... um. Yeah. Yeah, so all this weird stuff's happening. Like, Melody gets eaten by the piano. Yes. And then, yeah, and then Sweet is in the clock gears. Mm-hmm. And, like, the clock's, like, there's, like, blood all in the clock. It's great. It's a great visual. Very cool. Very gory. And then they're all, like, so the only people left is uh, Kung Fu, Sweet, not Sweet, excuse me, Fantasy, and Prof. And then <laughs> Gorgeous, her uh, giant head appears and tells them, and then, like, yes. it's just like a, she's floating lips at one point, in which they yell, huge lips! I, at, at this point in the movie is when things started to turn to it being just way too much going on for me. <laughs> so you had to, like, take a break at this point. I had to take several breaks. I was, like, beca- began to get overstimulated in a way that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I cannot take this all in at once. Which is crazy because our generation and and all of us now are stimulated all the time by everything. But even with that, this movie was too much stimulation for me. I was watching... I don't know if we talked this. Like, earlier today I watched The Worst worst Person in the World for the first time. Yeah, you told me. You told me. I know I told you, but I don't know if we said it on the episode. No, that was pre-podcast. That was just in our warm-up. Anyway, so like I, I kept Wait, checking my phone, and it was like this. I kept looking. It was like the same shit over and over and over again on my phone, and I'm like, I gotta turn my fucking phone off. I feel like that's where I'm at in life. Is I have now have to turn off the phone. I saw your notification silence. Good for you being healthy, keeping it healthy, keeping notifications off. I didn't realize it tells people that. It does, dude. Now it does. I think that was a recent update on the iPhone. And all all of my like friends and family and stuff are doing that now when it's off and it, it shows it. I don't know if it shows it for other people for me. But yeah, it comes up. Look at your, your screen. It comes up. It says, I texted you anyways. But it says <laughs> that 
Because I, I, I I'm such a bitch. I disregard it every single every single time I see someone has their notifications turned off. I go, man, I got to message them anyways. <laughs> what does you just let them know? Yeah, anyway. Oh, okay. I probably need to talk, talk that over with my therapist. But um. <laughs> I, f- I feel better that, that mine says that now. Uh-huh. Because, um, you know, I'm like people. Because, uh, yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like people will text me at, like, 1 a.m., and then, well, yeah, people have access all the time, and I think it's and good. And I'll be that asleep, and then it's I, good that people, you know, now they'll know that I'm asleep. Yeah. You know? Anyway, which is like they probably should have assumed that in the first place and had some boundaries, but I think it it's going to help a lot with boundaries for all of us. It's it's a gentle way of telling people like, do don't don't right now. Oh uh, well, I don't mind if people text me late at night. It's just that you know. I just I feel better knowing that they know that I'm probably Aww, asleep. that's sweet. Anyway, I would want to um, let people know, but <laughs> <laughs> so gorgeous his huge head comes in there and explains to them, oh man, what's been going on. Mm-hmm. And according to my notes, Auntie died many years ago, but her body still lives because she wants to get married that bad. Yeah, her body kept living. So her, and she eats unmarried women Mm -hmm. who visit her house. It's the only way that she can wear her bridal gown. Yep. And then this is, I think this is the first time we see Possessed Gorgeous wearing the bridal gown. Yep. And then uh, Kung Fu breaks through the doors, which are locked, and then she fights the ghost bride, which is dope. Yeah, Kung Fu. This whole sequence with Kung Fu doing all this stuff, this is why Kung Fu is my favorite character in this movie, because she just... She's great. She's very proactive. She's the real main character in my eyes. Honestly, yeah. If you think about the protagonist and, protagonist and the antagonist in this film, I think Kung Fu would, you could argue that she's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like, you all, you all feel like she... Gorgeous and the ant are kind of one antagonist. Yeah. And fantasy has really been, like... And she really, she really is the final girl because everybody else dies before she True. does. True. Well, besides the... Mom, the new mom. Oh God, we'll get to that. Nah. But yeah, uh, the whole yeah the whole the scene where Kung Fu fights I just call her Ghost Bride, which is possessed, uh, gorgeous in the bridal outfit. That's cool. And then, and then Gorgeous is fighting the lights, and then she finally gets electrocuted, and somehow she's electrocuted so bad <laughs> that her body is like ripped Torn apart. Into parts. But her legs come back from like this nether netherworld and kicks the cat painting, and the cat painting <laughs> starts spewing out blood. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like I, I know it's supposed to be water. It looks like water, but is that blood that's filling up? Uh, yeah, the house? it's just very like. I mean, obviously, I think it is water they use that they died, but it's the blood of like uh, I don't know. I guess yeah. It, I feel it's like just, it's just water they lit red, basically. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very much water that they just lit red, uh, lit red, but it was blood. I thought I wrote. I don't know if um is that kind of Hellraiser ish. I can't. I've seen Hellraiser so many times, and I can't remember the exact details of it. But I just wrote that down. I was like, oh, Hellraiser moment with all the blood and stuff. Oh, well, I, but I can't. I don't know about Hellraiser because it wasn't that horny. Uh, no, no, this is a lot more. Uh, lot more innocent than hellraiser famously the horniest movie ever made in the worst way i'm in the worst worst (laughs) way that movie makes me never want to be horny again if that's what horniness is i don't want it 
for, I don't for people, want it. For people who have never seen Hellraiser, which I don't know if you're listening to this. I don't know. I don't know who listens to this. If you're horny for Hellraiser, honk if you're horny for Hellraiser. Honk if you're horny. I need to make that bumper sticker. <laughs> to honestly the, put it on Etsy, I think that she'll sell. It, yeah, we're, even, we're workshopping so many good business ideas on this podcast. Oh my God. We're, we got a movie coming out named Fart. Po- we got a bumper <laughs> sticker coming out. <laughs> this is what a podcast was made for, is to make more ideas. But yeah, <laughs> for, for those who don't know what the plot of Hellraiser is, the plot of Hellraiser is a family moves into a house. To, and the, they all the, uh, each other. The mom <laughs> had an affair uh, they, okay, so okay. Oh, it's a so, guy dies in the beginning. So strange. He's he's taken. He's he opens a box and he's transported to another dimension, uh-huh. aka hell, and he dies. So his brother inherits the house. The uh, the brother, his wife had an affair with the guy who died, and she discovers and she had an affair with him. It's the best sex she's ever had. She, hell yeah. She finds out that the brother went to another dimension. So she uses this box, a.k.a. the lament configuration, to bring him back. But he needs he needs a, he needs bodies so he can <clears throat> so he because he comes back as just like a skeleton or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. She he, has he to kill. Meat. Yeah, she has to kill people <laughs> or bring them lure men to the house so mm-hmm. he can consume them. Mm-hmm. So his body. So basically, she just wants to have sex again mm-hmm. and just kills all these people. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Cenobites. Well, if you're gonna kill people, you might as well get <laughs> might as well get laid in the process. That's a shirt. Uh, yeah, that's a very awful shirt that I would never buy. I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. <laughs> Hey, your um, Etsy shop's going to be full of merch for <laughs> the end of this uh, episode. I, I have a very filthy Etsy shop. <laughs> Etsy's like, this is not our brand, dude. Back off. She says that she pulls a carrot from off camera. <laughs> okay. Party wood. So at this point, this is when... Uh, this is when Mr. While all this shit's happening, this is when Mr. Mr. Togo finally arrives in his doom buggy. He's at the watermelon vendor. Fucking Togo, way to take your time. And then, um, and then there's a conversation, and it's just like, "Do you sell bananas?" And someone's like, "Bananas? I hate bananas." And then the watermelon vendor turns into a skeleton. Yeah, mm-hmm, that happens very casual, very normal and at then, this point. Like, and then Mr. Just... Togo yells "bananas" and then falls into his dune buggy. Mm-hmm. And then we're cut to. The blood rising in the house. Mm-hmm. And then um, the stepmom finally arrives. <laughs> this is all happening like Gorgeous finally is back in the house. And Fantasy's like, Gorgeous, help me. And then that, and then we never, what, do we even see what happens to Fantasy? Yeah, Fantasy drowns. I know Prof drowns. Oh, wait, Prof drowns. Fantasy, Fantasy almost escapes and then like she floats to the stairs and then, um, yeah. Gorgeous, and then gorgeous grabs her, her, and then she just like kills her. That I do. We just there. I feel like we just. I think that, I feel like they just cut away. Yeah. I guess they do, and you just assume she's dead. Yeah, and then this is finally when the stepmom arrives. Cue to like the- creepy opening of side of door by that is way too long by gorgeous. 
Oh, she's opening the, 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 the patio doors? And it takes 15 minutes, and she does it so slowly and eerily and creepy. And I couldn't tell whether I thought it was the longest thing I've ever seen or I wanted to watch it for another hour. <laughs> it's great. And then, like, it's intercut with her, like, juggling, just like the dead uh, the dead fiancé. I didn't catch that. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, the stepmom arrives, and she, she gets to the watermelon vendor. It's like a beautiful, like, sunrise and all this stuff. And she's and beautiful, we, and she's got and her scarf. She, she walks by the dune buggy. We see the dune buggy is full of bananas, and the bananas are wearing Mr. Togo's hat. So he so, was turned to bananas? Is that what happens? <laughs> That's what we're led to believe. He was transformed into a pile of bananas. I, the thing he hates the most. That was another moment in the movie that I was like, I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> I don't know where I am, and did I eat something bad, and am I am I ha- running a fever? <laughs> I thought, am I in a fever dream? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, that's very funny. And then, um, and then stepmom goes to the house. Yeah, and that's when you see she's juggling, just like uh, her aunt's dead fiance. And then they have a moment in which uh, stepmom is telling Gorgeous, you know, like, hey, listen, I'm not trying to replace your mom. I just want everybody to be happy and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then what does is, what is Gorgeous possessed by aunt do? She sets her on fire. Burns. Burns her down. And then, and then yeah, and then she's dead. She just did. And then we cut to, and then we cut to a, a close-up of Gorgeous just like, Whipping her head around, looking around. In a field as the, as the credits roll. And it's, um, the narrator says something beautiful about, like, you know, love lives on forever and all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah, the only thing that never perishes. Love. Uh, the uh, love you have for a man that went to war who died, not the love you share for your friends and your new mom. That love, that dies. It, it yeah. burned in flames with your dead body. Yeah, I just it, my my note Only my last love. note is that ending message is beautiful, and then it's um smiling tear emoji. Only, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's the film house. The only thing that never perishes is love. Ah, uh, yeah. Ending, I, on I really, a, ending on a high note. Yeah, I think it's a bittersweet ending. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. I think they could have added, tacked on to that. Yeah. The only thing that it never perishes is the love you have for the codependent love you share with one specific person and everyone else can fucking burn. <laughs> I just love that everybody dies. It's and the then, actual like, we, and then everybody dies. The aunt eats everybody. And then finally, um, but like we never, I just pictured the dad, the film composer dad's like yeah. back home, like, where the fuck is everybody? And it, But he just like, he just goes about his merry, merry life. He just finds another another daughter and wife and continues living on on his cool ass porch with his little mini golf with his those little... with those loud ass seagulls in the background. <laughs> Listen, you gotta have some loud ass seagulls. You gotta let people know you live by the beach. <laughs> they won't know. If I ever live by the beach, I'm just gonna have like a, a sound effects record playing. <laughs> Audio of seagulls every day. There are actually no species of seagulls in that area of beach, but... Oh, so good. All right. Um, well, I'm really glad you enjoyed this movie. I did not know what you would think. Oh, I I loved it. It almost gave me a heart attack. It was it was a lot to watch and to process, but but it was a, 
it was a treat. Yeah, it was, um, it goes on the list of movies I watch, and I think, thank God, something I haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah. You know? This, Anything this I a- watch that I haven't, like, that surprises me in a way I haven't been surprised for is is a great movie in my book. This is a movie that, like, it's one of those crowd movies. I like to show it with a crowd of people that have never seen this, it before. This would, fan, this would be fantastic in the movie box. If they, if they played it at Music Box of Horror, I feel like it would be great. Oh, yeah. It would go off like gangbusters. I, I wonder if there's... Are you still a member there? You should recommend it to them to play. No, I'm not a member there anymore. Well, you left us. You left us. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. We don't. We don't really rate these. We just talk about. How, we just talk about them and how much we. I give it. Um. Enjoy. I give how many it. Bana- how many bananas you give this movie? Bananas, cats. I give it. <laughs> I give it seven. I don't know why. There's no math behind this. I give it seven bananas, but I give it eleven cats. <laughs> that makes sense. Does that add up? That's that. You get it, right? Seven bananas and eleven cats. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I get that I get that rating system. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, well uh I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna go fart now. Alright. Uh come back again in two weeks for the next episode to find out what movie we're talking about next. That's how the rules work on this podcast. Come back or you die. Wow, that was really scary. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>